Honest facts, dynamic conversations and powerful financial strategies that will help you craft a blueprint for your future. Welcome to We Money Talk with the founder and CEO of We Alliance Wealth Advisors, Terry Wheeler. You can tell a lot when you meet someone for the first time. And Terry Wheeler knows that. He wants your experience with him and his team to be positive the first time and every time. Welcome back to We Talk Money. Terry, tell us about creating a working relationship with clients. Where do you start? Well, hello, Patrice. Uh, very nice talking to you again. We start with a client. We try to make it very comfortable. And we have clients, we send out a package of, of preparatory materials. We have clients when they come in, the first meeting is is really just for them to get to know us, for us to get to know them. So the, the more materials they bring as far as statements and tax returns and things, then the more in-depth that first discussion is. Uh, so some clients come fully prepared, others come and they are, they're just not comfortable sharing everything till they get to know you. So each meeting's a little different, uh, but when they first come in, it's really about getting to know them. Uh, we do a system that we call DOS, uh, which really stands for uh, dangers, opportunities, and then solutions. And the dangers is really, it's amazing how many uh, things you can see in a brief conversations where a lot of people have never really experienced true proactive tax planning. And you can identify gaping holes very quickly. So we give them a lot of really good sound advice, even in that first meeting. And we just try to get to know them. So a, a big, big part of that is what are they trying to do? What are their goals? So when we think about, uh, let's say we have a physician, you might have one physician with a very nice, solid, powerful income with a lot of opportunity to build wealth, but they're young, so they haven't built it yet, where the conversations there are going to be more around how to build wealth as a physician and not just do the 401k, which we see very often where people are making a lot of money, but they have so much coming out in taxes and do so little tax planning. They don't structure their portfolio to weather the up and down markets properly. So they, they end up with a good, solid retirement for most physician clients, even when they do that. But it's very different than one that learned how to build wealth, where they might have two, three, four or five times as much wealth with the same income level. So we try to teach clients early on that are in the younger stages of their, of their career, but making strong income, how money is built in America. And that's very enlightening to people because it's not through stocks and bonds. Overwhelmingly, it's through businesses and through real estate and through embracing concepts like when we call dry powder, which basically make sure you've got money to buy when things are on sale. So you got to protect the downside. Take that same physician and let's say they are either at or in their sprint toward retirement. Similar income, but they've built up a nice solid 401k, perhaps some other investments and assets. The topics and the planning is going to be much more around how to prepare for retirement. We talk a lot about putting people on the path toward a stress-free retirement. And that is very important because when you retire, you just don't have the time to recover from devastatingly bad markets. So market crashes while you're withdrawing money can really cause a portfolio to implode. And it's more of a risk than people realize. So those conversations go a little different, but they're just getting to know people, issue spotting. And in that process, people very quickly kind of realize, are we a good firm? Are we able to help and add value? Sometimes 
if they're kind of do-it-yourselfers, we just give them good advice that they can go implement. And I'm pretty free about sharing information. And those that are delegators, we typically connect with pretty well. <laughs> so I can believe it. Yeah. So you, you've met them for the first time. You get a feel for their current situation. And you probably get a feel too, as you were saying, not everybody's willing to share right away. Yeah. How do you, how do you encourage them to do that? Just to be honest, most people, once, once we're sitting down with them and they start learning that we're really there to help them, they, they kind of open up because nobody just wants to give all their finances to some stranger. But as you get to know them and you see that we're really trying to help them, even if they don't work with us, I try to have everybody leave with something of value. They, they tend to open up. So we, we often will, will start by just trying to find out what are they doing now? Like what's working, what's not working? Because even if we work with them, we don't have to throw out the good stuff. If they're doing some things that are working very well, we can keep that in place and build upon it. And then if they have areas where maybe there's some dangers they weren't seeing, we can try to fix that and prevent a problem before it happens. So learning what they're doing initially helps, gets them talking, just learn about them and just be people. So we are, um, you know, first and foremost, we really like our clients. So we just like to get to know them and see what they're all about. Now, you had some slides you wanted to share, correct? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, so let me uh, go ahead and switch over. All right. So this this is just a, a slide that we often will have up in our conference room. And it just kind of points us to starting a discussion on what is it that the clients really want retirement to look like. And very often they haven't really painted out that picture in their minds. So we just talk about uh, things often in, in the format of, of kind of needs, wants, and wishes. So a client yesterday, as an example, we were talking about this and, and needs to me is, this is absolutely what I have to have for retirement. It's not the retirement I want, but it will cover all the basics. Wants to me are mandatory also. So we all want the retirement we want. So the, the wants are the, the things that really, you know, travel this particular client wanted to travel every year, had a good travel budget. They wanted to, you know, be able to replace their cars every so many years. All that is kind of what I would call wants. And to me, it's it's mandatory in the sense that this should be there if somebody has saved well for the retirement. It's what they think of as their retirement. And then we also go into wishes. And wishes is really uh, looking more at a bucket list. So we try to get them to think about what are some of those things you've always wanted to do and you've dreamed about? Uh, because so many of our clients are very good at delayed gratification. They're good savers because we tend to work with with accredited investor, larger size portfolios. And they they often are having a hard time transitioning into spending and enjoying what they've worked so hard to build. So we'll often tell them that either either you're going to live the retirement you've worked so hard for or your kids are. If we could do if we <laughs> do it right, choice. it can be a combination of both. But trying to find out the bucket list. So yesterday the husband kind of jokingly he he pointed out a particular type of Porsche that I wasn't familiar with, but apparently it's like a $400,000 car and his wife is rolling her eyes and, and he's like, I don't think I'll ever do it, but you never know. And we kind of went through and I said, it's possible. Not that he really wants to pull that trigger because it does affect the kid's inheritance, <laughs> but the bucket list is a fun conversation. And amazingly, sometimes the couples that we're working with kind of learn about each other and they are like, I didn't realize you really wanted to do that. Maybe we should. So it's it's just fun to kind of get them to dream a little bit. Right. Okay, keep going. This is great. 
Yeah, so so that's that's what we talk about. Uh, find out what they're doing, as I mentioned before, and then we're looking at kind of what what are the stresses in retirement. So if somebody is already in retirement, they very quickly give you ideas of what causes them stress. If they're not in retirement, we just have a conversation to find out about what you know. What do you think it would be like to be on a fixed income? And you're withdrawing from your portfolio and you want to make sure it's it's going to last. What are the biggest fears, so to speak? And inevitably, they come up with a variety of fears. The single biggest fear that we see over and over and over is the fear of outliving your money. Sure. And the studies in this area ironically place the fear of outliving your money ahead of dying. So they're more feel, fearful of outliving their money than they are dying. And part of that is because of the death of pensions. People used to work for Big Blue, IBM, and they retire after 30 years with a nice pension. And they really have at least a comfortable retirement. If they've saved well, maybe they have a great retirement. If they haven't, they're at least well above the poverty level. They got Social Security plus a nice pension. Back in the 70s, they they created these great set of tools for saving for retirement called 401ks. And that was designed to help people in retirement, but it actually hurt them because corporate America shifted the responsibility for retirement to the employee and no longer right. offered pensions. So very few companies offer pensions unless you're working for the government or a few uh, really good organizations. Like we work a lot with Kaiser mm -hmm. and the physicians there do get a nice pension. But for most, uh, if you go to other, even in the medical community, they don't have pensions and you're saving for yourself. So it's very important to try to eliminate that fear of outliving your money. And we do concepts like a private pension that can do the same thing pensions used to do and lock in a level of income that is much higher than just social security. But there's a lot of fears. So some of the other fears that they have, so we, we call like the fear of outliving your money is part of longevity. So longevity to us means a little bit more than just how long am I going to live? It's more of a, a topic of what's my quality of life going to be, quality of health. So are you going to live a long life and then die quickly, which is the way I would like to go? Or Everybody, gonna, I think, yes. Yeah. Or are you going to have bad health and you're, you're you know, kind of dying slowly over a 10, 15 year period? And we talk about that. We talk about the health aspects and we have a, a book called Outlive that we always recommend and we give out to clients. It's a medical book, but it's all about the things you need to do to make sure that you can stay healthy, keep your balance and things that that people don't think of as, as they're younger. But as you get older, it gets very important. We also, surprisingly to most people, talk about longevity as an opportunity. And what I mean by that is we, we do custom life expectancies for every client. So if you think about the life expectancy tables, the life expectancy tables are really the entire population. And that's a guide. But if you narrow that down and you start looking at life expectancy from the standpoint of what are your key genetic markers? And there's four or five key things that if you have in your genetic history, like cancer, heart disease, things of that nature, it's going to affect your life expectancy. If you have parents or grandparents who lived into their 90s, that longevity is going to give you a better chance of a longer life expectancy. 
So by looking at a handful of key genetic markers and key habits, you get a custom life expectancy table that is much, much more accurate to your situation. So I had one client that has over a 50% chance of making it to 97. Wow. And I think it was a 26% chance of 104. Now, if standard life expectancies are 85, 86, if you do an investment that is designed to run out at 85, 86. You're out of luck. And out of you're luck. You're out of luck unless <laughs> the investment is designed so that they have to continue to pay you until you die. Ah, got it. Now, now all of a sudden, a bond-like investment is likely, if you live to 104, it's likely going to crush the stock market. And this is a, a guaranteed low-risk investment. So- that is very different if you have a client and I've had a client that his life expectancy was 79. So six years shorter than, than kind of the standard tables. And I was a little bit nervous as I'm going to present this to him. He looks at 79 and he, he immediately smiles and he goes, there's no way I'll make it to 79. <laughs> and his wife was like in her 90s. So she wasn't happy about his, his attitude, but he had all the wrong habits, bad genetic markers, and he's just living hard and living life. And he figures if he makes it to 79, that's bonus time. <laughs> wow. uh, but you would, you would manage investments very differently for him. You don't want something that is designed to capitalize on longevity if he doesn't have longevity. So that's one of the things. Another big stressor is taxes. So we always tell people it, it's not about what you make, it's about what you keep. And you got to subtract out every fee, tax, it doesn't matter if it's a subtraction, whether it's fees they're paying us or taxes or internal expenses, all of that takes away from your retirement. So if it's not worth it, you shouldn't have that expense. In tax planning, people don't realize just how powerful proactive tax planning is. And unfortunately, most tax professionals simply record what happened. They don't actually plan. Mm -hmm. So we meet with each client in October of each year, and it's not to do planning for the year we're in. We do do cleanup in case something is missed. It's to plan out next year's tax plan. And for each of our clients, we do a one-page plan for their taxes. And the one-page plan lays out what we're going to do the next few years, what we're going to do in the midterm, and even lifetime planning. And to be perfectly honest, with a lot of them, we're doing tax planning for the kids. So we'll show them powerful concepts. Let's say somebody has a million and a half dollar IRA. And they've got a strong pension. So this would be a typical Kaiser physician and strong pension. They, they're living on their pension, Social Security. And really, this IRA is going to go to the kids more than likely. So they may have three, four million dollars before they pass away or more. Well, if all that goes to the kids, the tax laws say you got to take it out over 10 years. So if their kids are doing well, which often successful people have have not always, but they often have successful kids too that are already in the mid or upper brackets. You add another few hundred thousand dollars a year that they have to take out and they're going to lose 40, 50% of it. So we show them tax concepts with the IRA as an example, where we can delay that tax bill all the way until the kids pass away. And we can actually even delay it for wow. the grandchildren and we can redirect money that was going to go to taxes to the charity of their choice. But the family keeps a much higher percentage than if they just do no tax planning and pay the tax bill. 
So tax planning is really powerful. Um, one other fun video that we're, we're going to be coming out with shortly is going to feature uh, my kids. So I, I have triplets and they're 13 now. So I wish I would have done this when they were nine because <laughs> not that they're not cute now, but they were much cuter at nine. <laughs> but they're going to be doing a video that is talking to our clients and our prospective clients about tax planning. And the fun thing about this video is they're going to be saying something like, well, what is tax planning? Well, you're looking at it. My dad, I'm his tax planning and I'm making this video for you and I am on my dad's payroll. And I have a tax plan for myself. I eat all my own cooking. I mean, my, the investments we talk about are all in my portfolio. I'm a good saver. I, I do everything my clients do, including tax planning. So my kids are all working for me and we've done the math and I'll be able to send, I've got five children can't believe I have five children, but we were trying to have one more and we had triplets. So that's how we got to five, five very quickly. <laughs> but with those five children, with the tax planning, we'll be able to send all five of them through college at the price of three. And that is the effect of good tax planning versus most people do a 529 and they think that that's tax planning. And yes, it is, but it's just the easy stuff. It's not the powerful stuff. So taxes is a big one. Now, for a retiree, so that was more of a wealth accumulation person, I guess, with, with the kids working for the company. But for a retiree, if they raise taxes on you by 10% for your bracket, you just had your standard of living cut. So we need to do planning so that we are more in control of tax brackets in retirement and so we can manipulate them. So we have things uh, that we can do. Let's say you're you're retiring and you're getting a big lump sum payout. Physicians often get this when they retire, they have a deferred comp that's paid out and it's a big tax bill. We can do tax planning so you can keep more of it. We can also take years intentionally where we have low tax years and we can do some Roth conversion work and things of that nature to eliminate taxes at a very low bracket. So there's, there's a lot of things that can be done and we do a detailed tax analysis every single year. Uh, Terry, I see this is all part of a Retirement 360 Optimizer that you've developed here. Uh, you've got longevity, the tax optimization, social security, long-term planning, family protections, medical planning, inflation protection, and portfolio protection. Yes. That's, do, you, do you explain this in the first meeting with your yeah. client? We do. We prioritize their goals. So in, in the first meeting, we have a, a just a quick quiz that they usually do. They come into our office, they sit down, we watch a little, we have a little video they see that is kind of my background and my story. So it's just a few minutes where they learn a little bit about me and, and our approach and what we've, what we've learned over the years. And then they have a little quiz and they're prioritizing their fears. Are they, are they worried about outliving their money? Are they worried about stock market crashes? So a lot of people are surprised to hear you can protect from a stock market crash. And it's really not that hard. You just have to do it a little differently than what Wall Street tells you, which Wall Street just tells you to buy and hold on for the ride. That's not the most effective way to do your planning for a wealth accumulator and definitely not for a retiree. We have one study we show our clients where I think it's from, it's a 20 year period ended in 2019. So that'd be, I guess, 1999 through 2019. If you were withdrawing out of the S&P 500 at just 
sounds like a safe withdrawal rate, but it's just four percent if that's what you're withdrawing at. By the time you hit 2019, a million dollar portfolio would only be worth roughly three hundred forty-five thousand. So you would have lost about sixty-five percent of your wealth at a four percent withdrawal rate, and that's because people don't understand the effects of withdrawing money when the market is down. So as you're withdrawing, the money is never there to recover and it can cause a portfolio to implode and that implodes your retirement. So that causes a lot of stress. So we talk about putting clients on a path toward a stress-free retirement. If you eliminate a lot of the dangers that these this wheel represents, nobody has a truly stress-free retirement. I mean, we mm -hmm. all have stresses. But if you're on the path and you're getting closer and you're eliminating a lot of stresses, it's just a much more enjoyable retirement. So we try to help them do that. And if you do it well, you actually can maximize your returns at the same time. Um, it's just a matter of you got to put a little more work into the portfolio. All right. This initial meeting, about how long does it take? And then what about the second meeting with them? Well, if you haven't noticed, I, I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> so our meetings, I, I really do enjoy just talking to clients. So it just depends on how talkative they are. I always schedule two hours, but it could be an hour meeting, could be an hour and a half. Uh, but I try to have enough time to where we can just have a conversation, discover a lot. I'm actually planning their portfolio in this first meeting because I'm really getting to know okay. their goals, their income needs getting to know, you know, are they really worried about downside or are they a seasoned investor that doesn't need the money and they can ride the roller coaster? Then we still end up doing what we call defined outcome investing here. And we show them how to protect the downside because it actually maximizes their returns. So I think since about four, well, we're ending the fourth year of one of our strategies that we've been tracking and the S&P or the blended indexes, I should say, we're, we're beating them by 35 to 40%. And it's not because we're taking more risk. We're taking a small fraction of the risk of the normal stock market. But what we're doing is we're, we're protecting the downside. So when the market crashes and we have money maturing, we get to buy the dips. So it's not about timing the market. It's systematic. It can be back-tested. It can be proven out. And it's a powerful strategy. It's what even a wealth accumulator should be doing. So when we talk about stock investing, I grew up a stockbroker and I grew up with an options background and the way you correlate everything, you can actually create very powerful strategies. It's just not easy for Vanguard to put it in a mutual fund. So we can be Vanguard, in my opinion, pretty handily, pretty consistently over the long run. Um, and that's really who we consider our primary competition because Vanguard beats about 80% of the advisors. So why have an advisor unless they're going to be able to add value? And we we feel very confident we can do that. All right. Well, as we wrap this up, is there something you still want to cover before we uh, tell folks how to reach you? Yeah, just th there's a lot here. So we, we talk about this a lot, uh, but ultimately the key is to make sure we do it all. So we go through a systematic process and we have kind of a roadmap and the roadmap is different for each client. So if they're primarily worried about the stock market crashing and down markets, and maybe we see a lot of dangers in their portfolio, we tackle that. Taxes are usually high up on the list. Longevity, we do that analysis right away because it affects their, their sure. pension options, like what options are they going to select. It has a big role in Social Security optimization. So you're going to choose very differently if you have a short life expectancy versus a long one. And we kind of work our way through all the issues. Medicare is one that we address, uh, but we do use a partner in that that is an expert in this area. 
as somebody is getting to the point where they need Medicare. And then family what about protections. Social, I'm sorry, what about Social Security? You're talking Medicare. Yeah, Social Security is where we optimize it. And there, there's also ways that you can protect about or protect against Social Security dropping. So there are there are ways to insure against that. So if they reduce Social Security by 3% or more, you get an increased payout from some investments. So there's a lot of creative ways to help protect from things that could go wrong that you, that are really out of our control. And we all know Social Security is kind of going broke. We just don't know how the government's going to handle it. So are they going to print more money, which is what I think they're going to do, or are they going to reduce your benefits? I think for retirees that are probably 50, but definitely 55 or older, I don't think they're really at risk of Social Security being dropped for them. But I do think they're at risk of the dollar being weaker and weaker, and therefore they're you know, their dollars aren't going to go as far. So inflation is kind of a silent tax that we have to protect from also. And that's one of our protections here. And then a lot of our clients, of course, want family protections. They want to protect their spouse. They want to protect their children. They, they need to do their estate planning, which we have the ability to help them with because uh, we do have a law firm also. So we help them from A to Z and we really do comprehensive integrated planning for them. And then the last step... Um, I'll give the, those of you that are seeing the screen, um, this is a snapshot of what we call the wealth vault. And this is something that we do for each client. And it is simply a way to organize your affairs. So if something were to happen to you, and let's say you have a long-term care need and you're mentally incompetent, so you have Alzheimer's or something like that. If the kids aren't on top of things and now they're coming in because they're a successor trustee and they're trying to take care of you, they they think you have long-term care, but they can't find anything on it. These companies tend to send statements only once a year. So they discover it and it's been six months of benefits they should have been getting, but they didn't apply for it. That's a big problem, the communication from one generation to another. So we would have their long-term care. We have a one-page plan on everything on this top row. So they would have their long-term care planned out. Here's how much I get a month. Here's the company. Here's maybe the what's called an elimination period. And then here's a link down here to where their actual policy resides. And they've got everything right there. If, uh, if, somebody, That's yeah, and if somebody passes away, this is copies of everything. So you have everything from their, if they died in an automobile accident, you have their auto insurance policy. I can't scroll down here, but we have all of their estate planning documents and they can access everything from an app right on their phone. So this takes time to put together, but it really organizes somebody's affairs phenomenally. And then we teach the kids that here's the first place you go if something happens to mom or dad. And it's it really makes the plan work, not just sound good on paper. It actually works in real life. And make sure they have the password. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have we have control of that. Meaning, in their right. estate plan, that opens it up. So they they have control here, where you could even share with your kids today if you wanted. So a lot of clients want this to open up after mental incapacity or death, but we do have families that show everything to their kids, and we have family meetings. So it just depends on on each family and what their particular dynamic is and how they want to handle things. I think that's uh, wonderful. The family meeting is a great idea. Yeah, it really really kind of closes the circle. Like it's a missing element, unfortunately. And that when you bring it in, it really helps make your planning better and helps the kids to understand what you've done and why you've done it. And then finally, to wrap it up, we're systematic, as I mentioned. So we have things we're doing first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. Once a plan is in place, which often takes several meetings, 
and everything is is working well, we see our clients typically twice a year. Uh, but each quarter, we have activities we're doing. So even though we may not be seeing a client, we may be collecting their tax returns and doing a detailed tax analysis, putting together a plan that we're then going to present maybe in the following quarter, which is typically anywhere from September to November. And for the stragglers, we always have a few in December, but we try to get them done before that. <laughs> and they are there. Yes. <laughs> so it's it's um, it's fun when you when you meet clients and you really show them what good planning looks like. Um, so many people have really never been exposed to truly comprehensive integrated planning. And that's, it's, I really enjoy it because they're just, you see the expressions on their face that this is what I've always been looking for. And it's taken us 30 plus years to get the expertise to do this, but we're really good at kind of how that puzzle fits together. And especially for complex situations or high income, we're we can bring a lot of value where we are an asset, we are not a liability. And and unfortunately, too often, people that are advising just, they're really good golfers, I always say, because they don't spend a lot of time on the actual planning. Oh. Um, I'm, a, I'm a terrible golfer, <laughs> but we are pretty darn good at the planning. We like to think so anyway, and we work really hard at it and staying up on things. So all that is to be a we always say we're passionate advocates for our clients and this process helps us actually fulfill that promise. And how can people reach you, Terry? Uh, so they can reach us uh, just through our website. So that's um, we riaadvisors.com. So there are two A's in a row, RIA advisors. <laughs> and then of course you can just call us at the office, which is 916-325-0130. Um, and everything's in the show notes. So feel free to mm -hmm. just click click down below and um, we'd love to love to talk to you and see if we can help you and your family. So. All right. Viewers, listeners, you now know more about Terry's process. Let him know more about you. Give him a give him a call, contact him. And of course, like follow and subscribe to this podcast and share with others. I'm Patrice Sikora and thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to we money talk with Terry Wheeler. Be sure to click the follow button to be notified as new episodes become available. Information presented is for educational purposes only. No listener should assume that any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized advice from We Alliance Wealth Advisors, Inc. or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. We Alliance Wealth Advisors, Inc. is not a law firm or accounting firm, and no portion of this podcast should be be interpreted as legal, accounting, or tax advice. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not appropriate for every individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from qualified tax, legal, or investment advisors to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation.